You're listening to the Scale and Skyrocket Your Business Podcast, co-hosted by Law, Emma, Zoe and Eloise. And this week you're with me, Law Bradley. And in today's episode, I'm going to be talking about the importance of setting boundaries in your business. So if you feel as though you could do with checking in on your boundaries, then stay with me as I've got a lot to talk about. All right, so let's get right into it. Hey, Scalers, I hope you're all doing just great. You know, my episodes seem to come around so quickly and and now I'm getting into the swing of podcasting. I'm finding that I have so many more things to talk about than I do have slots in our Scale and Skyrocket podcast rotor. So before we get started on today's episode, if there's anything you want me to talk about, then do comment or drop me a DM with your suggestions. So I'd love to hear what uh, you'd like me to cover in my podcast slots. Okay, so I wanted to talk to you today about setting boundaries in business and how a lack of them can basically trip you up. And I'm also going to share some of the very simple signs of when your boundaries might need to check in and how to go about setting good boundaries that are going to protect your energy and your sanity. So I was chatting to an entrepreneur friend of mine um, this week and, and I said, how do you set your boundaries? And it's always a great question because our answers to this one is usually very telling and often we'll get very uncomfortable answering, especially if we don't have robust boundaries in place. So I know she's not going to mind me sharing this, but she said, and I'm going to summarize this. I'm fucking terrible at it. My group hot seats run over time and I've come across clients where their energy feels all wrong and they're not learning from what they're seeing. And I'm often running over their allotted call times, but clearly I need to get better at that. And I think the boundaries question is always a brilliant one, because when we sit and apply the boundary lens upon ourselves and our business, it can be transformational. And tightening up our boundaries is something we all continue to work on no matter what level of business that we're in. So so why is setting boundaries really important? So that saying has always stuck with me of we cannot serve from an empty cup. And I allowed my cup to run dry last year because I compromised my own boundaries in a big way and diverting my focus from my planned pathway for 2020 slowed me down considerably. Now, I'm going to take you through my own example And looking back, feeling the pain and resetting my boundaries was probably one of my core focuses of 2020. So we were all knees deep in the pandemic and there was so much uncertainty around us. And you could almost feel the fear of small business owners. And then on the flip side, there was the excitement of other business owners who were seeing the opportunities to pivot and grow. So in um, in business, there's been an awful lot going on. But back in the um, start of the pandemic, people were naturally worried about the longevity of their business and started reaching out to me for support. Now, that reaching out triggered some 
pretty darn unhealthy behaviours in me. And I always freely admit that I do have some residual overhang of people-pleasing behaviours that I'm still working on. And last year, my compulsion, I'm going to call it a compulsion, of wanting to please support and help others was overwhelming. And before long, I was offering some free calls free business networking and spending hours answering emails to try to help others navigate temporarily through this fear period. So very quickly, my calendar was chock-a-block full of paid clients, my uh, pro bono uh, free work that I'd agreed to take on. And I kind of, I went from having a line separating free versus paid work and working versus non-working time to having no line at all. And working started to spill over into my personal time. And my internal battery was quickly drained flat. And it affected my balance massively. And my tiredness took me out of my zone of genius with my own paying clients. And I felt they just didn't get the best out of me. So I ended up feeling resentful as most people I was giving my free time to were basically not putting my advice into action. And right there, I realized I was at risk of my cup running completely empty whilst I quickly eroded my own boundaries. All right. So why is it so difficult to set boundaries? And the thing is, is when you run your own business, there are so many factors to consider. You end up being everywhere. And if you're a solo business owner or working with a small team, that's when your boundaries are most at risk of getting blurred or completely wiped out altogether. And it's incredibly easy to lose sight of the invisible lines that we create to keep us safe in our business. And my own experience last year just goes to show that overcaring or people pleasing sometimes gets in the way of you setting healthy boundaries. And when you don't have sufficient boundaries, it leaves you with no clear way to interact, set expectations with your clients and with your own teams. And it becomes much easier for relationships with your clients to be compromised and broken. And you basically risk affecting your business in the long term. So you risk your energy and also your sanity. So we all need to set a clear separation between work and our personal lives and free and paid work. And even more so when we're super passionate about our work. Uh, I can be like that because I love what I do so much that I sometimes forget myself. And I, I talk about business without remembering my boundaries. I love my work so much that I would quite happily do it for free. So as in my own experience, as much as caring for the people around us and going the extra mile matters, being transparent and clear with those around you is even more important. So if you set boundaries, you're naturally being more transparent and you're able to explain better why you do the things the way that you do. And ultimately, a lack of boundaries leads to a lack of care 
and a lack of respect in yourself and ultimately in your clients. So setting boundaries in your business is a must. Okay, so what are the signs then that you might need to tighten up your boundaries? And I'm often asked, you know, how do I know when my boundaries need adjusting? Well, to be honest, you know, there's no yardstick for this. You kind of just feel it. And you might feel tired, stretched too thin. Uh, You might be working longer hours than usual, uh, responding to emails from clients at unsociable hours, taking calls, doom scrolling on Facebook, working with people who aren't your ideal paying clients. You might be taking on too much from your team. So basically, your boundaries can be eroded and they'll feel that way with anything that makes you feel icky or drains your energy. And other ways that this can happen is your clients might be contacting you outside of your working hours constantly. And you're sat there and you're kind of feeling like you have to respond there and then. And you might be spending so much time answering emails that it's distracting you from working in your business. And you might start to feel increasingly resentful of others' demands on your time. Now, you might find yourself saying yes to everything because if you're a people pleaser, that might feel easier than saying no. So do be aware of that. All right, so let's wind this part up. So you're basically not serving clients as well as you could. And ultimately, what's going to happen is your sleep, your health and other parts of your life will start suffering. So if any of these resonate with you, then it sounds like you could probably benefit from putting stronger boundaries in place because boundaries help us to take better care of ourselves and they're going to stop you from saying yes to everything. Now, they're also key in helping you to build the lifestyle and the business that you want. So that's really important to just hold that thought. I'm often asked what types of boundaries I have in place now and what I think are great boundaries to incorporate into your routine as you start to scale up your business. So I've created a checklist that you can sign up for. Uh, You can download it and just check yourself off against it. Uh, It'll give you some ideas of um, the areas of yourself and your business that you need to explore when you're thinking about setting boundaries. All right, so let's go back to my friend's example of where she's holding overrunning group sessions with clients and where a relationship with one of her clients just feels energetically wrong. And for many of us who are consultants, coaches, uh, therapists and delivering advisory based services, this is really important when you're experiencing uh, what I call boundary infractions, such as time overruns or, or those clients who don't show up in the way that you'd like them to. And the way that I like to see this in my own relationship with clients and I think it will be useful for, for other service of advisory based business owners is when a client uh, attends, consistently attends 
uh, calls with me and they they are in sitting in that wrong um, energy or a negative energy. Uh, obviously, we have we naturally we do have bad days, but you kind of get my drift here at what I'm poking at is is clients that are persistently sat in that energy. And what's going to happen is it's not going to help your client to evolve and it's going to hold them back. So when I work with my one-to-one clients, I, I know now I've reached the stage. I know that if they haven't emotionally invested in doing the work required, then I can't really help them. So if you're working with clients who are persistently coming to your calls or your sessions and they are sitting in uh, that negative energy or they're not doing the work, then it's not going to help your client to evolve. It's going to hold them back. So when I work with my own one-to-one clients, I know that if they haven't emotionally invested in doing the work required or if they're not prepared in any way to do the work required, then I really can't help them. And the way that I like to frame this in my mind is that they've made an investment in me to take them through a transformation and to help them succeed. So I know that if I don't put firm boundaries in place with my higher maintenance clients, thankfully I don't have an E right now, that what will happen is they will, after they finish working with me, if they've not been doing the work, they've been attending the sessions and I've been doing my best to serve them um, uh, and sitting in that negative energy, the only thing that will happen is that they'll go on to tell others who might be thinking about signing up to work with me that my advice doesn't work. And and the reality is that 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 problematic clients going to avoid the harsh reality that they actually showed up in the wrong headspace in every session and didn't do the work. They're going to forget that. And the experience they're going to talk about is that my advice didn't work. So it's important to remember, you know, clients will have rough times um, and it's great to give them some space to acknowledge and to hear how your clients are feeling. So don't get me wrong here. You know, it's important to listen to your clients. So our job is to then take the client back into the space of how you're there to help them succeed and that you'll only be doing them an injustice if you continue to reinforce a negative behavior, especially, you know, if it's a risk of it becoming repetitive. And you're also going to start doing your clients an injustice when you overrun your sessions. Now, this is the case for me where I teach my clients smart, time smart ways uh, to scale their business. Because when I overrun a session, I do them in injustice because I'm not working time smart. So as a business expert, I need to be eating my dog food, right? Okay, so another way that we can do our clients an injustice, especially when they are coming to our calls and they're sitting in um, that negative energy, is when we're not clear on what we think they should be doing right now. You know, some clients will be having a genuinely tough time 
And I think we do them in injustice when we are not clear on what we think that they should be doing in the moment right now. And if your client is sat there sitting in the wrong energy, then it's not wrong. And I think it's good boundaries to ask your client to perhaps check out of the the group call for that day and, and to tell them in the nicest possible way what they need right now rather than what they want to hear. Now, they don't necessarily want to hear us um, problem solving, fixing their problems. We as experts need to sit in that space of giving our clients the very best and telling them what they need. And, um, and, And those are good boundaries. Now, they might make you unpopular in the moment if you start asking uh, clients to uh, check out of your calls. But, you know, think about it this way. If a client's attending your call and you can hear in the background that all hell is breaking loose for them at home, then asking them to just check off the call uh, is not necessarily a bad thing because they're not going to get the best out of working with you. Now, my clients always know that when they uh, attend a call with me, that I will always tell them what I think they need rather than what I think they want to hear. So that is a is a key part of setting and maintaining good boundaries uh, because you have respect for yourself and also respect for your clients. And then that will then return uh, from them to you. So does that make sense? And also when we erode our boundaries from a place of trying to help, it holds us back over time in showing up at our best because we can't serve from an empty cup and and thus it ultimately affects the client's experience in the long run. So as with kids, clients really do love strong boundaries and you don't have to compromise on any of your values along the way because your clients are investing in the experience with you and the transformation. So we, that's you, you have a duty to deliver it. So one important thing to remember is it can be really painful to set boundaries and it does take time. So give yourself time and you're going to backslide, you'll trip up and you'll forget your new boundaries. So don't be too hard on yourself if you don't get it right off the bat. Just keep returning to your boundaries as much as you can until it becomes second nature. Okay, so don't forget to download the checklist. Uh, I'll leave that in the link for you. And my closing comments really are, remember you're in business because you're creating a lifestyle that serves you and you want to build more freedom to do more of what you love and less of the things that you don't want to do. And the wonderful thing is, is when you have established rock solid boundaries, it's going to empower you. You'll free up your energy, your time, you'll unlock your creativity and you'll become more productive and your business starts to serve you and your clients and your audience will massively respect you for doing that because at the end of the day, it's going to benefit them too. I'd love to know what your biggest takeaways have been from this episode. So if you've enjoyed the conversation, then let me know by leaving a comment 
drop me a DM or if you're an entrepreneur who's ready to work with leading mentors to build a scale strategy so that you can ultimately have a work-life balance that serves you and a business that you don't need to take a holiday from, then head on over to scaleandskyrocket.com and join us on our 12-month scaling mastermind.